0: Welcome to TT from the D Podcast Show. I'm your host TT and I want to welcome you to our first Monday of the month, Marriage Monday. Can you guys believe we are at December 6? Hard to believe we are only less than, I should say, less than two weeks away from Christmas. Well, really, if we want to be ahead of ourselves, we could say we're two weeks away. Really, we have about Almost three weeks before Christmas because we have to get through this week, which we will. A lot of us are looking forward to it. Some of us have not even put up our trees yet, but then some of us have. We couldn't wait. Some put it up right after you got that turkey out the oven for Thanksgiving. And some put it up the very next day, Black Friday, whatever that looked like. And unfortunately, there are some families that are not going to be putting up a tree this year. There is a lot of trauma that's going around in the world. From where I am in my area in Michigan, we recently had to deal with a very tragic situation that affected several families in my neighboring county. um, We lost a few children and a lot of people are dealing with a lot of different stresses, a lot of different issues. And we'll have a podcast next week for Mindful Monday on how we can get through and how we can tap into that. So you know, on a on a lighter note, hey, we're ready. It's almost time for that that Christmas mid break, whatever we call it. If you work in education, and then on the other side, it's just a very tough season. Not only in light of what we just experienced here individually in our community, in our country, in our city, in our state, it's global. We're always constantly gonna experience things, whether it's in the workplace, in the school, in our families. Whatever it looks like, as long as we're alive, we're going to experience things, right? So that brings me to tonight's hot topic, marriage counseling. What does that look like from a married person's perspective? Now, when you hear people mention marriage counseling, they're like, uh-oh, you, you start to think, oh, they in trouble. That's not necessarily always true. However, a lot of people from time to time only seek out marriage counseling When they are at their wits end, sometimes it's one partner choosing it over the other partner because they don't know what to do, but they're willing to put in the work. And then the partner who hasn't thought about it or entertained it really says, you know what, I'm willing to try, at least if this thing falls under, I can say I gave it my best. And that's all we can ask, right? Just give it your best. Now, before we get started and we get into the thick of things and tap into this vein tonight. One, I want to thank you for stopping by and choosing TT from the D podcast show because you could have logged on to several thousand other podcast shows because there are several thousand other podcast shows in the world. But you chose our show and I am super excited. Secondly, I want to tell you to bring on the smartphones, break out your tablet, break out your pen and paper, take some notes. I believe that I'll share some information, some tips and some things that might spark light bulb in your marriage okay and I want you to be able to take down these notes and I want you to be able to do the necessary homework the things that I'll be sharing with you tonight is from a lot of the meat and potatoes you can find by logging on to thriveworks.com which is an Oakland County counseling um, page And you could do individual counseling, marriage counseling, all different types of family, family, the list goes on and on. But tonight we're tapping into marriage counseling, okay? Marriage counselors and therapists sharing, caring, and giving their perspectives with a little bit of TTism, as we like to say. Now, let's jump into it. Now, the main source of tension within most comedies like love... Okay, what's that one? One of my favorite, The Notebook. I love the movie... The notebook but let's let's factor into another one sleepless in seattle while you were sleeping you've got meal. my favorite out of the group that they're going to share is called hitch with will smith love it right silver lining playbook see these couples in these movies overcame grief past relationships mental illness physical illness you name it these characters depicted and brought to life to the silver screen relationships that we actually really deal with in everyday life yet these characters were not real characters however I bet you whether you or a friend or someone you know could relate to in a character or a relationship or something that sparked something that said oh my god That's me. That's us. That was us. And in most lines, like, especially with Harry finds Sally at the end of the movie and proclaims his love. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. Now we have to tap into this other vein and it sometimes becomes the elephant in the room, every marriage has difficulties. It is normal. There are no perfect marriages. Now, people will say, well, they always smiling and hee-heeing and ha-ha and on social media, but they don't be passing over and posting when they're fighting and when they're arguing and when they're, of course not. Average people don't want you to see what's going on in their lives, but let me be clear. When you see consistency, right, you start to believe. You become a believer. And when you can look at marriages, every married couple go through their things. Some have big issues. Some have small issues. Some don't have any issues because they have boundaries and they also have foundations built off of sturdy ground, unshakable faith, unshakable love. Fragile, some. Broken, some destroy some strong some you get where I'm going it's a normal thing it's a normal process in any kind of relationship there is going to be struggles whether it's the husband and wife the mom and son the mom and daughter the, the husband and son the husband and daughter it doesn't matter it's going to be a struggle small struggle huge struggle And sometimes we need a little bit more support than what comes within our circle, like our immediate circle, such as our family, our friends. Sometimes we have to tap into therapists, counselors. Now, there's a taboo on that. When you tell someone, yeah, my family's going to family counseling. Oh, oh, my. It's like, what? Oh, oh, my what? What does that mean? We we went through some difficult things and we're trying to work it out. And it was beyond us. But as a family, we're not giving up on one another. So we're saying we're fighting for our family like people fight for their marriages. It's easy to give up on your marriage. Oh, throw the whole marriage away. You hear people saying that, right? And let me be clear. Don't you go off taking advice from bitter, scorned, broken people from failed marriages. When they're coming from a dark place and they choose to stand in the darkness. Because they have nothing good to give you except to get you to come onto their side. If I was you, I'd leave them. If I was you, I'd divorce them. If I was you, I'd do this. If I was you, I'd do that. Because they're angry. They're frustrated. They're sad. They're mad. They're pissed. They're hurt. And you know that old saying, hurt people, hurt people. This is true. It's fact. That's why it's important to remember in your wedding vows... We say, we promise to love one another in good and bad times, in sickness and health, for rich or for poor. Now, a lot of times, when things get bad, people bolt. When somebody gets sick, and that's the most desperate time that I can look at a person and ask them, who are you? Your spouse is sick and now you leave them? I can't deal with it. I just can't. It's like, what? Because when you married him or her, in your vows, I'm pretty sure they had you reference you promise to love one another in good times and bad times in sickness and in health for richer or for poorer. Nobody wants to be sick. Nobody wants to go through bad times and nobody damn sure don't want to be poor. But what do we do when we hit those brick walls? And that's our end game for that pathway at that time. It's not your forever path. And it's not the end of life. Sometimes we have to circle back. We have to go back up that same road we came down to get back and start over. Some people, they just can't start over. They're worried about what their neighbors or their friends or their family is going to say. Oh my God. They're going to say, we're failures. We're losers. Well, they could kick rocks. They could kick rocks. Even the most committed spouses may need a little help, some more than others, because people are going through things, especially after dealing with us going through pandemics, loss of life, loss of friends, loss of family, loss of jobs, loss of housing, loss of vehicles, loss of pensions, and loss of medical ability to even go to the doctor to have a regular doctor's appointment. Do you understand where I'm coming from? And let me give you this. This came from Fawn Weaver. A great marriage isn't something that just happens. It's something that must be created. Marriage takes work. I know you've heard that. Marriage takes work. It's not something that just falls into your lap and it's going to be easy. Yes, there are several thousand books out here on how to have a great marriage, how to survive this and how to get through that. Don't you realize these are people's journeys, their trials, their triumphs and their victories? That they were able to be healed from, overcome, and said, let me put this into book form. Let me put this into movie form. Let me put this into a script form. Because someone can learn from me. And it's not about, oh, I don't want people judging me. I don't want people in my business. I don't want people talking about me. Let me be- let you in on a little secret. People are going to talk about you, whether you got something for them to talk about that's legit or illegitimate. Because people are going to lie, or they're going to tell the truth, or they're going to make up their in-between. You heard that saying you got the truth the line that somewhere in between right you hear people saying it's either black or white there is no gray then you have people to say it's black gray or white because they want to have that middle ground. When I ask you a question is it hot it's either yes or no a little it's either hot or it's not hot means you can't touch it like oh don't, it's gonna burn you you don't want to deal with that if it's where it's bearable, but you know it's hot and you shouldn't, but it's not burning you, then it's not hot. You might say that's not true. Well, I'm not here to battle with you. This is TT from the D Podcast Show. I'm gonna give it to you raw, cutting and, un- and just un- unbelievably raw sometimes, because you know I can be transparent. And we're we're talking about how we're getting through things. Now, a lot of spouses find themselves stuck like being stuck having a flat tire stuck hitting a pothole stuck right running out of gas stuck but can't all those scenarios be prepared you can get a new tire you can ride on a donut right you can get gas somebody can bring you gas you don't stay there and oftentimes all we can fathom when we get married or prepare to get married, in most cases, I'd like to say, the perfect marriage, the fairy tale marriage, I want a marriage like uh the notebook. I want a love like that. I want a love like this. I want to love like Cinderella. I want a relationship like the the Huxtables from uh the Huxtables, right? I want a relationship, <laughs> Nobody says, really, I want to, I love Lucy, Ricky and Lucy Ricardo relationship. (laughs) We don't say that, right? We don't say that. But we want the picture perfect thing. And I'm sorry to tell you and remind you that there are no perfect relationships. There are great relationships, though. And some of those great relationships manifested to greatness after going and seeking out therapy, counseling. Yeah sometimes there are issues that you can't resolve on your own and you need a little bit of support. You need a mediator. And then you might say, well, what's the common ground? What's the middle ground on one hand is this on the other hand is that if you and your spouse is wondering whether marriage therapy might help you, if you are going through some things right now, you'll never know unless you try it. I love when I talk to somebody and they say, we were going through X, Y, Z, and then we sought out counseling. And then I love when I hear somebody say, "Well, I ain't really want to go to counseling because I don't think they work." And I was like against it, and I'd had people tell me this, and but it's the best thing ever. I'm so glad we went. You'll never know how great something can be until you try it, especially when you're at your wit's end and you feel like I want to throw the whole marriage away. Well, when you have a married couple, and they have a child. Or they have children and there's not any physical abuse, but there's verbal abuse and there's mental abuse and then there's spiritual abuse. Please understand that your child or children, they recognize it and you're teaching your child or your children. Oh, this is a norm, but it's not a norm. You should not be fighting and fussing and cussing and pushing and punching and slapping and all kind of disrespectful things. Period. I don't care if you got a child or no children. But when you have little people looking at you, setting the precedence of, oh, that's how a husband behaves to his wife. Oh, that's how a wife behaves to her husband. Oh, that's how married people behave. How many times have you said, or this could have been your story. I'm not going to get married because I remember my grandmother was married or my parents were married and it didn't work out or this or my aunt and uncle were married or our neighbors. Or you had all these facades of what poor marriages look like. So it made you say, I ain't getting married. Or you had all these marriages that gave you the facade that these are perfect marriages and you realized after you got married, this ain't real. And then they let you in on a little secret like, oh yeah, we just, we we faked it till we made it. And that's not proper English for all my friends, but we were going to fake it till we make it. There we go. I corrected that. Right? We have to learn to work through things. You're going to get upset. Why? Because you're human. We all get pissed off. We get mad. We get frustrated. But what do we do when we're in the midst of being angry, frustrated, pissed off? You can't always strangle somebody, wring somebody's neck, punch somebody, slap somebody, hurt somebody. You got to say, look, you have to first of all have accountability. It takes two to argue. It takes two to fight. No one should ever be putting their hands on you. And you should never be putting your hands on anybody else. Unless it's in defense mode. I have no respect. For any man that slaps and hits on a woman, I have no respect for any woman that slaps and hits on a man. Keep your hands to yourself. The only thing you should be doing with your hands is loving and caressing and holding and applauding and supporting. Not beating and degrading and hurting. Same thing goes with verbalness. You should be speaking life into your spouse, not speaking death and hate and ignorance. If you do any of the things I just rambled off, you definitely need to see somebody's counselor. You definitely need to see somebody as a therapist. You need a time out. Now, there are no right and wrong ways to seek counseling. I'm not going to say, well, this is the only way because there's several ways you can do it. Y'all know if you got a smartphone, Google it, search it out, get on a desktop, get on your PC, ask someone, there's counseling centers almost in every community, call, seek it out, call a local church. Even if you don't go to a church, even if you don't belong to a church, you could call your local church and say, listen, I'm married. I'm not a member of your church. I'm looking for resources. I'm looking for referrals. I'm going through some things with my spouse. We want to work our marriage out. We don't want to end up in divorce court if we can help it. And we need some support and we need some direction. I guarantee you they will provide it for you. But let me also let you know, marriage therapy and counseling is not a band-aid. And it's not a band-aid for a wound that needs stitches. And it's not like a fix it flat for a flat tire. Fix it flat for a flat tire means it's going to help you get to where you need to get until you can get that tire repaired. You have to put in the work, just like studying for a test. Some people don't have to study because they just naturally know. Some people don't have to work hard as others in marriages because they're naturally lovers. They're naturally lovers of the soul, naturally lovers of the person they connected with and they share their life with. They love that man. They love that woman. They love each other. So they don't have to work as hard as some. But there's something, you know, you in this marriage because you had your own hidden agendas and you love him or her, but now you got to work it out and learn how to love him or her. I don't like when I hear people say that. I had to learn to love them. You looking like, why'd you marry them then? And then you hear the pitiful reason why. I was looking for somebody to support me. I, I ain't want to be alone. It's like, wow, get a dog, okay? Adopt somebody, okay? Rent a friend. <laughs> you might be like, what when I tell you, you laughing, you might be like, rent a friend, TT. Yeah, rent a friend. Did you know that you can rent a person, you could pay a person to be a snuggle buddy and they make good money? And I ain't just saying a snuggle buddy, like a homie, lover, friend type of, f- sometimes people just need somebody to snuggle with them. Did you know that's a whole service? And when that was brought to my attention two years ago, I said, get out of here. And I looked it up. There are services. There are people that pay people to say, Hey, when I get off work after a long day, I'm alone. I don't have no children. I don't have no significant other. I don't want one or I don't have any. I just need someone I want to cuddle with, someone to make me feel safe, and that's it. I just need a companion, someone I can have dinner with. I'll make dinner or could you meet me for dinner? And this is a service. Do you know that? You could say, you know what? I'm a connoisseur of food. I would love to have dinner with you. Dinner and a conversation. This is my service. I provide dinner and a conversation. I am a dinner and conversation date. There are no hidden agendas, and there are no extra added-ons. We will have no happy endings and all that extra monogamy and all that bull crap. But if you want someone you want to just sit down and talk with, and you want to treat them to dinner, hey, okay, I'll meet you out. You want to go out and have drinks? Let's go. I'll meet you for happy hour. Do you know it's a service for that? There's a service for everything and anything you could ever want. Now, some things we don't even need to talk about and they need to be just banned. But there are some healthy things. And counseling is one of those healthy things. It gives you the opportunity to work through situation problems. Build your marriage stronger. Work on it day by day. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. I promise you. Was Rome built in one day? Hell no. Now, here are a couple reasons people end up in therapy and counseling. The couple, they're always fighting. They're debating. They're disagreeing. They have huge differences. These are all normal things, though. Let me be clear. You're going to debate. You're going to disagree. Why? Because you're two different people. But it's how you disagree. It's how you debate. That's going to determine if it's healthy. Or if it's unhealthy for you. And you know that old rule. Fight fair. Now in a physical fight. When you fight some man, woman, boy or girl on the street. It's whatever. Now you ain't trying to fight nobody and kill them. But you like I would knock your block off. Right? Because you like I'm in it to win it. But when you're in a relationship. And you're with your significant other. And you guys are having a disagreement. And we're going to have strong disagreements. Sometimes we might cuss. But when you start to cuss At a person To call them out their name Like you mother effer You son of a B And X, Y, and Z And all the other things You like whoa Whoa Slow down player We gotta pause for the cause There's Such thing as Healthy Communication And some of us Don't know nothing about it But you need to learn If you enjoy being married You do love your spouse But you talk reckless You need to get you some help Sometimes Married couples only need one of them people to go to the counseling because it's the abuser, verbal, physical, spiritual, mental, that needs the help. And they know they don't want to do this anymore. They don't even like doing it, but it's a way that they have learned to become. And therefore, there's counseling for them, too. But I believe that it's healthy when they could do individual counseling and couples counseling. Because you can learn individually and collectively to resolve conflicts where you can have a smooth outcome from a subtle or a huge disagreement and move on to the next thing. One thing I love about my husband, my husband has taught me over the years. He says, you know what, TT, we have to learn to agree that we disagree and keep it moving. Now, when he first used to say that back in the day, I had no idea what he was claiming. And I'm thinking like, what is he talking about? This don't make no damn sense what he talking about. I, let's agree that we disagree and keep it moving. What? But I realized that's so mature. And there's a method and there's a way to do it. We have to learn how to do it. And sometimes we don't know how. And that's why they have the amazing resources that they have at places that's right in your eyes view. There's always all kind of signs and you're going to rest, uh, restaurants. Like I have a one of the places I love to dine. There's a place called Lily Seafood in Royal Oak, Michigan. I don't know about the men's bathroom, but in the ladies' bathroom, in the stalls, they have resources. Like if you're in an abusive relationship, if you need some help, if you need counseling, if you need this, here's this number. Here's this website. So they're always there. It's just, are you looking? Another thing that will lend people in these, they never fight. Right? So never fighting You might say, well, if they never fight, that's, that's good. It's like, "Mm, they never disagree. They're always agreeing. Hmm. That means that someone's not being them. You might say, what? Oh, my wife, she, she just always agrees. She never says no, or my husband always agrees. He never says no. That's a problem because they're not being their own individual selves. And let me be clear and let me be honest and let me be frank. Although I'm to rest, I'm going to be frank. Ha, ha, ha. Little, little joke there. But I just want to be transparent. A lot of times when you got him or her that's in your, your spouse and they're like, oh, yes, okay, that's fine. But they're really not fine with it because they don't want to rock the boat. People say pick your battles. They're letting someone know they're unhappy. They're telling someone and depending who they're telling or confiding in will depend and determine how things end up in your union. I promise you. Some people say, I just don't want to get into it. Or they grew up and they say, hey, every time my mom disagreed or my dad disagreed, they had to go through this, hey, to go through that. So I just learned to just say, whatever, dear. Yes, dear. No, dear. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. You have to learn to work through conflicts, disagreements. Another thing that will land couples into marriage counseling is a spouse cheated. When one or both spouses has had an outside marital affair... The marriage essentially goes into cardiac arrest like having a heart attack. And you need major intervention and you need it quickly. You have to learn how to build back up trust. To restore the relationship that is now damaged. And recovering from an affair is not as easy as people say. I'm sure it's not. Before getting married, I've been in several relationships where there was cheating. And imagine that. And it's just like, OK, some people now have an agreement, which I can't understand why you're married. and You have an disagreement. I look at people sideways when they say, well, we have an understanding. I'm like, I understand it. You do you. I do me. And then we do us. It's like, excuse me. So he can go and come as he please. She can go and come as she please. I don't care who she's seeing. I don't care who he's seeing. Long as these bills is paid and we take care of our family and blah, blah. blah. That's some bullshit to me. Yes, I just cuss. I don't care. We're adults around here. That can never be an agreement. Do you see that anywhere in the Bible? Did God tell us in your marriage, it's okay for you to lay down with another man or another woman? No, he said, keep yourself to yourself for just your spouse. He said it in his word. But you know what? Just like any other thing we see in the Bible, we tailor it to fit us to what's going to work for our narrative. See, when people have outside affairs and things... Therapists can come in and give you guides to process, to help you repair. But then when you start talking to outside entities that are not licensed therapists and counselors, that's when stuff starts to go in a certain direction that some of us can't pull back from. It's like an avalanche. Going downhill is going to prove to be disastrous. And in that case, a marriage counselor or therapist may be your saving grace. Another thing that will take a person into marriage counseling or therapy, a spouse wants to change the other. Don't you know you married him or her for who they were? Did you choose or want to change them prior to marrying them? If you wanted to change or you felt like once I become her wife, I mean, once I become her husband or once I become his wife, then I'm going to be able to change and mold them. You're not God. The only person that could change and mold a person that doesn't know or doesn't desire to change themselves is God. But the person has to be willing and able to do the work. It's imperative. People can change only themselves. And we struggle with that. When we try to change other people, we introduce them to shame, frustration, disappointment, and so on. And the list goes on like dirty laundry. Ultimately, it's harmful. And it's also like saying you're not good enough. It's almost like you want to marry yourself or you want to be in a relationship with yourself. Well, if that's the case, then, sir, ma'am, why did you get married? I love that movie by Tyler Perry. I watch it a lot growing up. My baby, well, he's not a baby anymore, but my 11 year old and as a baby, let me tell y'all, we used to sit him in the kitchen while I'm cooking or whatever. He would sit in his high chair and watch. Why did I get married? So much so if he was upset and fussy and busybody, if I put that on, he'd sit down and watch it. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> this wasn't Clifford the Red Dog. This wasn't the Smurf. This wasn't the Flintstones. Cody would sit down and watch Why Did I Get Married? And he enjoyed it. Like, we could watch it now. I could watch it over over. And guess what? I know the line so much, but I love it. Why? Because it's a reality. Everybody in the world, every married couple can relate to one of the characters If you say I can't, oh my God, I can't. Yeah, blow. You're blowing smoke up your own ass and stop it. Cause if you can't relate, you know you're on the spectrum somewhere. Let's be clear. Let's be honest, right? If we're gonna heal and get past bullshit and problems to try to find a solution to empower each other, encourage each other, inspire each other, let's stop playing. Let's not lie. Let's not bullshit. This is a grown show. So if you offended because I'm cussing, I don't know what to tell you. This is the wrong podcast. But if you want transparency and you want some real deal, holy field type of conversation, you have logged on to the right show. Okay? Now, there are so many counseling centers out here. I could ramble off a whole lot, but I don't know where you are in the world. I'm very aware that I have listeners... You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. Are you ready? I'm about to let y'all know what I have learned. And I love this time of year where you can actually see where your listeners are coming from. You can learn your demographics. According to my analytics, I have listeners in the United States, of course, Bahrain, the Philippines, Ireland, Canada, United Kingdom, Italy, Puerto Rico, Australia, Romania, Netherlands Russia Germany Denmark and Switzerland can you believe that I'm super excited when I just rambled that off it made me feel excited because I'm not aware how many people all over the globe are able to hear TT from the d podcast show but I have to say this as we move into 2022 we're around the corner right I promise you, it is my goal, it is my desire to bring people from other walks of life, from other countries, other cultures onto this show. We're all one. Some of us may speak a different language. Some of us may have a different color on the outside of our skin. Some of us may have a different genital, okay? Some of us some of us are different genders. But we're all God's children, bad or not, good or not. Right? We all love love and we want to be loved. I have never met a person that says, I don't want to be loved. I want to be hated. And if I ever did, I know it's a lie. And they're speaking from hurt because hurt people hurt people. And they continuously hurt themselves when they don't know how to heal. Well, in this case, married people tend to hurt one another when they don't seek out outside counseling when it's beyond them. If you're not comfortable talking to your counselor at your church or um, a regular counselor, trusted friends that are about love, about marriage, and that know the word of God, because without God, you're empty. It's like you're dead in the spirit. And I don't know if you're aware that we are spirits having a human experience. We can learn something from one another. You can even learn something from a fool. A dummy could teach you something. Don't you know a broke clock is right twice a day? If that clock battery stops at 12 o'clock, it's going to be 12 o'clock in the morning at some point. It's going to be 12 o'clock in the afternoon at some point. That clock that's broken will be right twice a day. I promise you. So, marriage counseling. Are you for it or not? I hope you're for it if you need it. I hope you promote it. I hope if you have been a couple that has sought it out and you've went through it and you said marriage counseling therapy helped save my marriage. I would love to hear from you. You can make an anonymous email. I don't care. You could DM me on TT from the D. I would love to just share your responses. I don't have to give your name or your business. But if this broadcast tonight has helped you in any facet of form if it shed any light if the doorbell ringed and you heard it ring I'd like to hear from you email me at ttfromthed at gmail.com you could drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram and I want to remind you that God loves love I have a podcast that I did a couple of weeks ago three chords are not easily broken or are they you need to go back and look at that so you can understand what the three chords are. That's the husband, the wife, and God. Anything and everything outside of that is incorrect. It's your girl TT from the D, and I'll see you soon.